Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Welcome to Fantasy Football Weekly, a production of iHeartRadio. Time now for Fantasy Football Weekly from iHeartRadio, your weekly source for the nation's best fantasy football advice, speculation, and whatever stupid stuff they decide to drop into the show. Now here's your host, Paul Charchian. Welcome to Fantasy Football Weekly. I am Paul Charchi, and my co-host today is Matt Harrison, Explosive Output on Twitter. Hi, Matt. Hi, Charch. This is a very Dynasty and Empire-oriented podcast this week on Fantasy Football Weekly. And um, now, for those that don't know, I don't want anybody freaking out over Empire Leagues. A lot of our listeners don't know what Empire Leagues are. Give people the quick rundown on Empire Leagues and why it runs in tandem with Dynasty. I mean, an Empire League is a Dynasty League. It's just got a couple of special little uh, tricks that are that's up its sleeve. Uh, <laughs> the Empire League, uh, when you win in any given year, you cannot make trades the following year. Because if you win in that subsequent year, two years in a row you win the Empire Dynasty uh, rolling pot, where each year we put about half of the pot aside for the Empire pot. I I think we're in one that... uh, We're in the oldest. We're in the original Empire. Yeah, I think we're in year seven. Our our Empire pot has, I believe, (laughs) $9,000 in it right now. pretty good. And it's a $150 entry into that league. So we're we're each contributing $75 of our entry fee to this Empire pot every year. So we're we're nine grand in, yeah. And uh, if uh, I think it's Christian Peterson who won it last year, if so CP now, wins this year, yeah, the whole he, thing's over. He, and he, he wins the pot. He wins the nine thousand dollars. He wins the nine grand. He wins that year's payout and the league ends. And the league ends. I love the fact that it's a format in which a league ends. That's the Empire League, but it's still a dynasty league. And so all the stuff that we're talking about really works for both here. And we're going to focus our attention on contract year running backs. I think next week we'll do the contract year pass catchers Mm -hmm. and um and so we're going to look at the players that 
are in the contract year and whether or not, and we're just going to look really ahead of year. Sure. And, you know, whether or not we think they're going to stay put, what their value is. Or after the 2020 up, season. Is it going to yep. go down after this year? For those people that are already starting to think about 2021. Yeah. Um, in the league in which you were describing, uh, I had been a good, not great team for mm-hmm. many years, and I just bottomed out last year. You did. Sold all my assets. And and I know you're in the same spot. You and I are just total rebuilding mode in that, yeah, that and, league. And and so, you know, a lot of my attention is on 2021. And it might be my year in that that league because I have three picks in the top six. Yeah, so I'm, feel, I'm feeling like I can, uh, I can maybe make a jump this year. Yeah, I think you probably can. But uh, to frame this conversation, yes. um, I, I, I want to start by saying that in 2021... I've got about 15 teams in the NFL that could be looking for a running back next year. Mm. And I got about 10 really solid running backs who are set to hit free agency this right. year. So uh, so the, the runners may have some, some power here. There may be a few landing spots for these guys. But I also wanted to mention, um, as we frame this conversation, there's currently only five running backs in the NFL that make more than $10 million per year. And a lot of those teams regret those deals. I mean, you know, look at David Johnson getting shipped yeah. off, and that's one. Um, it, so there's Zika, two that there's two that I think are really da- regretting these. Yeah, uh, David Johnson Le'Veon, and Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell's the other regret <laughs> for sure. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott is in that mix. Christian McCaffrey, Christian McCaffrey who just recently who, signed, yeah, and, and Derek Henry, who will be in this French, conversation, yeah, franchise who's on tag. a franchise tag. Yeah. Um, there's another five running backs, and there's only five that make between $6 million and $9 million per season. Mm. And this list is super interesting. Another guy who's going to be in this conversation later, Kenyon Drake, mm-hmm. making 8.4. He's the sixth highest paid running back in the league right now. Wow. Uh, Melvin Gordon at $8 million. Saquon Barkley on his rookie deal at 7.8. Leonard Fournette at 6.8. And Austin Eckler at 6.1. Wow. So there's a lot of talent that's sitting on a rookie deal right now, and we're yeah. gonna dive into those guys pretty quickly. Here. All right, let's begin with Dalvin Cook. He yeah. was running back three last year in points per game. He missed a couple of games at the end of the year. Has never played a full season, mm-hmm. and I think in the esteem of many, he uh, he wore down at the end of. Uh, we mentioned wore down. I think very good player, but I think there's a lot of question about whether or not he will remain a Viking. Vikings are in. Okay shape against the cap next year. Well, I got year. that. They have $29 million in estimated cap space in the 2021 season. That's mm-hmm. 23rd yeah. in the league, so they're on the lower end. Um, he, the current backups under contract is really Alexander Madison. Mm-hmm. He, he's the only guy. He's signed through 2022 for under $1 million each season. So by all accounts, the Vikings love Dalvin, and I think that we've, we've heard that from them a lot. However, he has been injured in every season in his pro career. And he might be due the most money out of all of these guys. So the Vikings may be in a weird spot too. It might be a year next year where they're like, is it time to kind of rebuild and reload and, yeah. and, and reset this roster? So in my mind, Dalvin's not in a particularly good buy low or sell high moment, but Alex, Alexander Madison is in an excellent spot to buy right before he may become the lead dog in this offense. You know, Alexander Madison will cost you almost nothing right now. Correct. Yeah, and in some in some dynasty leagues, he may be even available That's right true. now. So he costs you nothing, and you've got a, what do you think, about a 30% chance that he inherits the starting job next year? I think it's, I think it's closer to 50-50. Mm. I mean, they're going to have to sign Dalvin to more than $10 million a year, make him a top five paid running back in the league to keep him. And they have a lot of guys that, 
they had to jettison off this year. I, yeah. I think it's going to be really difficult for the Vikings to pallet signing Dalvin Cook to that big deal. So Alexander Madison is another guy that they really like. And I think there's a good shot that he could be the lead dog there next year. And stylistically similar to Dalvin Cook, so they don't have to upend their offensive scheme. Exactly. To end up helping him, which is a factor as well. Mm -hmm. All right, let's go to Alvin Kamara next. He was running back 15 in points per game last year and uh, had an abnormally bad year, as Mm -hmm. most people remember. Until week 16, he had scored in one game last year. One game until week 16, and then he exploded in 16 and 17. Saints, what's I think fascinating about Alvin Kamara, Matt, Saints are totally cash-strapped. Next oh, season, they're in cap hell. They are thirty-four million over the cap, I, over I, the cap right the, now. The, the one that I just saw said thirty-six million over the cap next year. Guess whose contract is exactly thirty-six million next season? Uh, Drew Brees. Drew Brees. <laughs> okay. So if Drew Brees decides to stay one more year, yeah, they have to pay him the thirty-six million. Mm-hmm. If he decides to leave, it's a dead cap hit of twenty-two million. Ooh. So they would be still $22 million in the hole and in need of a quarterback because Jameis Winston's only signed for, for one, a one-year year deal. Right. So they would have to find a quarterback and somehow figure out a way to re-sign Alvin Kamara. Alvin Kamara is not a saint next no, year. I think you're right. Uh, so the only backup there is Latavius Murray. He signed through the 2022 season for around $3 million per year. So, However... yes. His dead cap after this season is only 1.7. So he could be a, there's a really good chance that he's a cap casualty after this year as well. I think the Saints are looking at a completely new backfield in 2021. So if you don't, if you're not recommending that we double down on Latavius Murray as a possible starter next year, and we agree that Alvin Kamara is going to be gone, Mm -hmm. uh, that would mean that they're going to hit the draft they're going to hit the for draft. A running back and next there's year. there's five or six like blue chipish running backs mm-hmm. that are coming out next year and i'll probably talk about them a little bit at the end of the show so what do we do about alvin kamara if you're a kamara owner right now are you unloading him now figuring that wherever he goes next probably won't be as good as a, of an offense as what he's enjoyed to this point true or are you holding and just saying you know what i'm gonna enjoy alvin kamara for this year are you going to go try to acquire him? What's your What's your recommendation? <laughs> it's so tough. I I think I'm probably in sell mode on Alvin right now, just because I the the uncertainty is the thing that uh, is terrible. Mm-hmm. If If Tampa, for instance, doesn't have a guy step up, if Keyshawn Vaughn or Ronald Jones don't step up, and Tom Brady's rolling one more year, yeah, Tampa's got a lot of cap space next year, and Tampa could be like the team that's just like. You know what? We're going to go get Alvin, Alvin Kamara. Kamara. Right. I'm like, whoa. Yeah. All of a sudden, that would be just absolutely crazy. So, uh, yeah. Or I, alternately, he goes to Jacksonville. <laughs> that's you true. Know, he replaces Leonard Fournette and I, dies well, a miserable, a miserable I, death. I, I have a list of the teams that uh, would, you know, might be in search of a running back next yeah. year. We can go over that at the end of the show too. Right. But uh, it, but overall, you're you're saying I think it's probably a sell a sell high moment. I don't think he's going to dip that much, mm-hmm. but I think the value is at a peak right now, and I think that you can get. You could sell him and maybe try to acquire him back for a little bit less in the future. That's Alvin Kamara. Let's go to Joe Mixon. He was running back 16 in points per game. Mm -hmm. Coming off a tough season with all the bad quarterbacking that they had and the changes of quarterback, terrible offensive line play, and the offensive line, by the way, is still not great. But Bengals are 
$80 million under the cap for 2021. They have the fifth so, most cap space. So they, they clearly can sign him if they want to. And there's no apparent... Air, there's no apparent heir apparent. <laughs> no, no apparent heir apparent on the <laughs> roster in Cincinnati. So what are your thoughts on Joe Mixon and, and what should dynasty owners do with him? Um, I think he's going to probably hold out uh, through this camp for a contract extension. I think he's going to try to go the route of uh, Melvin, Melvin Gordon, Gordon. Had a blow up in his it face. Didn't I, really work no, out. I, and since he's kind of a weird organization and they, well, they played hardball with Carson Palmer. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I think it's an interesting spot. They obviously have the money to pay him, and, and mm-hmm. Mixon could be a guy who holds out. I don't think that they want to put their brand-new number one overall pick rookie quarterback in a weird spot where he doesn't have a good running back in the backfield, too. So I could see them getting a deal done with Joe Mixon before the season starts. And I, this think, might, I think you're right. This might be something that uh, just doesn't, doesn't even matter. But uh, I think if anybody in your league owns Mixon and is scared in the slightest that he might hold out, or he might not start the season. I think that this is an opportune time to try to buy him because I like that offense this year. I like a, it better a, next a, year. A little bit more. I'm going to like it better next year. And even if Mixon does leave Cincy, mm-hmm. he's probably going to end up in a spot that's comparable or maybe better. Yeah, it, it, it would, it's not hard to get a lot better than yeah. where Cincinnati is. Mixon was um, was decent last year with all the all the problems that they had. You figure Joe Burrow this year gets will be even better next year. Now mm-hmm. he's going to drop potentially lose a bunch of his receivers. T. Higgins will be there, mm-hmm. but AJ Green last year his deal. John Ross last year his deal. Tyler Boyd last year of his deal. No, Tyler Boyd's under contract. Oh, sorry. Yep. Right, sorry. You know we made that mistake <laughs> I think did. a couple episodes ago, which is why it was still that's in my why, mind. That's why I remember. All right. So well, you know, I think um, I think it makes sense to assume that a good passing game will only help Joe Mixon. I like your buy low angle on Joe Mixon. Let's go to Derrick Henry. We've alluded to him earlier. Last year, he was running back two in points per game for non-PPR. He was running back five, even in PPR, despite the fact they only caught like 20 passes mm-hmm. all year. Obviously, coming off a monster year of 18 total touchdowns, franchise tagged this year. What do you think about Derrick Henry going forward as you look into the crystal ball? And are you, it's, I don't know that you can, yeah. so you, there's no buy low on Derrick Henry right now. No, I, don't there, think. I, I think, I think it's a hold on Derrick Henry, but do you, I, I seem to think that the Titans can play this the right way. They have cap space. They have $43 million in cap space next year. That's mm-hmm. right about the middle of the league. They're paying him $10.2 million this year. If they franchise him again next year, it would go up a little bit. And yeah. if they franchise him again the following well, then year. Then it like doubles. Yeah, so that's it, not it, it goes up quite a bit. But they can play this out and go a year-to-year deal, mm-hmm. paying him good money that he's not going to turn away because it's going to be tough for him to get a long-term deal. Yeah, It's just tough for any of these running backs to get a long-term deal. But he's the fifth-highest-paid running back in the league right now. I don't know why he wouldn't just continue to play under the franchise tag. Well, they want, no, they want the security and the guaranteed money. Yeah, it's, they all do. Nobody wants the franchise tag because you don't get a signing bonus that's based on you playing five years. Sure. So the the other option here is Darrington Evans, who is a third-round pick uh, from Appalachian State. He's on his rookie deal through 2023. The only other running backs who will be on roster next year are three guys I'd never heard of. Uh, <laughs> Dalen Dawkins, Sean Wilson, and Cameron Scarlett. Wow. I don't know who any of those guys are, but they're under contract through 2021. So... Um, I think Darrington Evans, if you want a real deep speculative ad, mm-hmm. maybe Derrick Henry gets hurt this year and they go, you know what? We're not going to re-sign him and yeah. we're going to let him hit the pavement. 
Darrington Evans, I think, is the only guy on that roster that you could pick up and maybe have as a as a possible replacement. Paul Charchian and Matt Harrison with you. We're talking about contract year runners. These are the guys in the final years of their deal, running backs, and the fantasy landscape for 2020 and beyond for each one of these. We'll take a break. When we come back, Aaron Jones and several other notable running backs that will be free agents. We'll break those down in just a moment. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Welcome back to Fantasy Football Weekly. Paul Charchi and Matt Harrison with you. We encourage you to follow Matt at Matt, uh, sorry, at <laughs> Explosive Output on Twitter. Nobody can spell Matt with one T. Well, there's that too. Yeah. Uh, I am at Paul Charchian. And your Empire Dynasty League cheat sheet is yeah. available uh, via your Twitter account as well. Yeah, it's the pin post on my uh, Twitter page right now, and it's a trade value chart. So I actually give a trade value to no, every player. Yeah, a number. A, a numbered number. value. Yes. So you can go ahead and see, hey, Christian McCaffrey is uh, 1300 in value. Mm-hmm. Who could I trade him for? Yeah, Christian McCaffrey at 1300 will cost me a Mark Andrews and a Kenyon Drake. As one example. Oh, man. I don't think I'd do that. <laughs> For which side? Uh, on the McCaffrey side. I think I got to bump McCaffrey up a few See, points See, I would want to be on the other side. Really? Yeah. You're like, there we go. That, I, that's, that's, so that's maybe what, it's right. That's what maybe it's the, right. Yeah. Uh, we should probably make this deal. If you can give me Mark Andrews is arguably one of the three best young tight ends mm-hmm. in the league and... Kenyon Drake, who looks like he's going to be a functional running back for several years. Now I'm, now I'm interested. Okay. Okay. That's what the trade value chart's all about. Yes. Giving you some uh, guidance on that. All right. Let's uh, return to the running backs under contract this year. Or sorry. The last year of their contract this mm-hmm. year. Aaron Jones, 
in the last year of his deal for Green Bay. He was running back four in points per game last year in PPR leagues. Packers are $40 million under the cap next year, which puts them somewhere in the ballpark of like the 22nd or 20. I have them exactly at 22nd. 22nd-ish yeah, uh, team. Now, unlike some of the other guys we've talked about, there are real threats on that Packer roster, Matt. Yeah, um, A.J. Dillon, who's the second-round pick, I don't think he supplants Aaron Jones as the guy who carries the ball the most times. He's not going to be a bell cow or anything like that, but he may supplant him near the goal line because AJ Dillon's just a big dude He's built for it. Uh, and and that's the thing that worries me about Aaron Jones right well, that now could be this year. Yeah. Because that could be this year. Yeah. So I think his value is at a peak mm-hmm. and think about it this way. So what if they start handing the ball to A.J. Dillon at the goal line and his, his numbers dip quite a bit? Maybe Aaron Jones' numbers, Aaron Jones's yeah. numbers yeah. dip yeah. quite a bit. Maybe the Packers are doing this in a way to lessen his number and, and try to keep him. His, his, Aaron Jones' yeah. leverage? Yeah. 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 So, hey, you weren't really as good last year, and we got this mm-hmm. other guy. So you can sign a team-friendly deal for $6 million and, and continue to play here, but... Yeah, it, it's a tough one. I, I think he's at peak value right now. So I think I'm selling on Aaron Jones if I'm owning him right now. Yeah. And I'm probably buying shares of A.J. Dillon just in case. Next year, Aaron Jones out of his contract and Jamal Williams is leaving his contract too. So here's I'll be contrarian a little on this. Okay. Here's why I think Aaron Jones is more interesting to me next year than he is this year. This year, so he's got the crowded backfield this mm-hmm. year. Uh, Packers... Both of the previous head coaching and the current head coaching never seem to use him as as the workhorse back that we think he deserves to be because sure. he's so good. And because of that he's light mileage. He really hasn't had that much abuse for this stage of his 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 career. And he could go someplace where he's the workhorse back, where he's the number one and we he's would have get to a, have him get go someplace yeah. to do that too. So yeah. um and I think there's a decent chance that that happens. I think, you know, I, the reason you take you blow a second rounder for the Packers this year. Because you think that guy's going to be a starter next year. <laughs> what, what did they do with their first round pick again? They went uh, <laughs> with a quarterback. Yeah. Traded up for one. Yeah. That's uh, a baffling move. Okay. <laughs> so there's Aaron Jones. I'm, uh, I, I think you're right that his value is it's really high right now. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of threats on that roster. And it's, it, you, I understand why you, this might be an opportunity to sell. Uh, but, man, I, I think I'm going to like him more in 2021 than 2020. It's possible. Let's go to Kenyon Drake. He got uh, the transition tag this year that ended up paying him quite well. He was running back 18 in PPR last year, but it's kind of a goofy running back 18 because he was active for a lot of games, but didn't wasn't a big part of a lot of games, game script yeah. until really the middle, latter, like third of the year. And almost all they of his totally fantasy points yeah. came in three games. Yeah, that's a concern. Yeah. Um, current backups, there's two who are going to be under contract in 2021. Uh, Chase Edmonds, who I think is a guy that a lot of people like, um, he's under contract through 2021. He's only making 860,000 next year. And Eno Benjamin, who is a seventh round pick who Mm -hmm. people really seem to like going into the draft. Yeah. Yet he fell to the seventh round. Um, he'll be on his rookie deal that could last through 2023. Um, the Cardinals do have 58 million in estimated cap space next year. That's the 10th most in the league. Yeah. So they certainly could pay Kenyon Drake if they wanted to. They could franchise him too. But they might have some holes that uh, they take a lot of holes yeah. in, in Arizona, especially like the, on the, the defense, the whole defense. So 
Um, if, if they want to be a, a real contender in this yeah. league, and especially in probably the toughest division in football, the NFC West, uh, they're going to have to fill those holes in different ways. And I think Kenyon Drake could be a cap casualty next year. I wouldn't be surprised. Let's go to Todd Gurley, who's now in Atlanta. He was running back 13 in PP uh, in points per game mm-hmm. uh, in PPR leagues. Falcons, um, I don't actually I don't have Falcons cap number for next year, but I think I it's, do. it's not great. It's what a, is it? They're in a bad spot. Oh, no, they're at the cap. They're like de- they're almost dead on the cap. They're negative two point nine million in okay. cap space next year. That's yeah. the third worst number. Right. Right. Um, uh, Gurley's only on a one year five point five contract. They signed in March. Um, the backups there right now are nobody. Edo Smith, who's Brian under contract Hill. through twenty twenty one. And Kadri Allison, yeah. Brian Hill's not under contract next year. Oh, okay. So right. he's under this year, but okay. not next year. All right. So those both of those guys are making about a million per season. So there's no answer. There's no heir apparent on the Falcons roster. Nope, not at all. And they could be definitely a team who's looking at a rookie uh, yeah. coming in with a high draft pick next year. So you know, medical issues are really thorny for fantasy owners mm-hmm. because we just can't know, and a lot of times the players don't own the teams don't know. I mean, if the Rams who knew everything they could possibly know about his knee and still gave him a fat contract and still played him through last year and everything else. It's, um, you know, if they didn't get it right, fantasy owners shouldn't feel bad if they get it right or wrong. As you look at what Todd Gurley's value is right now, do, is this a buy low opportunity for his fantasy owners? If you think that he's going to continue to be, fantasy viable for several years and maybe on a what's generally been a good offense for the Falcons. And you said he was the 13th ranked running back in uh, PPR 13th league? last year. Okay. And we all hated his usage and everything else. But at the end of the day, he if, ended up getting there. If you think that he can go another three, four years mm-hmm. at being a middle of the road running back, like a high end RB two, I think it's a buy low moment. I yeah. think people are probably sick of him. Uh, his his value dipped a ton. Ton. So I, I think that is it is a buy low moment, and you could have a running back who's a safe running back, uh, a respectable running back, and even though he might not be on Atlanta next year, uh, he he could probably find a good spot somewhere. If he's not in Atlanta next year, something's gone wrong. Probably, in my opinion, that you know, or, or just they can't afford him. Well, there's that. Yeah, great point. <laughs> because they're at you know because they're already on, yeah. they're at the wrong side of the cap right now. They yep. might not be able to afford him. Good point. So I, you know, I think Gurley, you got to have stones, but you might not. Gurley's price might be so low right now, even if he's never going to be an, again be a twenty-two touch a game no, guy. No, he never will be. Um, he he could be every goal line situation for yep. whatever team he's on, and he's he could still that. be fifteen carries and four receptions in a typical game, and that's pretty good. Yeah, you'd take that. Especially with a lot of yeah. backfields going to the the Niners style split backfield now. Correct. Let's talk about a couple other uh, of of the running backs that are entering free agency after this year that are at least notable. Yeah, the notables. Yep. Kareem Hunt's fascinating. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I don't know that he leaves or not. I thought the way they used him last year was very good. It'll be different this year with mm-hmm. with Pat Shermer there. Not Pat Shermer. Excuse me. I got my Vikings, my former Vikings offensive coordinator. Pat Shermer Troy. was there yeah, at one Kevin, point. Kevin Stefanski, he was actually, yes. You go back seven, eight years. Uh, Kareem Hunt there at, with Kevin Stefanski. The usage will probably be a little bit different, but it, you know, part of that one-two punch. I, I, if things continue to work out for him there, he might be affordable and they might keep him. I, I don't I have a real good sense on this one. How about this? What if he's a buy low just for this season? Because maybe the oh, Browns are gotta, looking at him going, yeah. let's... 
run him, run him up, into the ground. Run him into the ground right. this well, year. We'll use Nick Chubb next year. You got Nick Chubb next year. Get this. I just did my first real draft of this year for uh, the Fantasy Index magazine. Sure. And we're not supposed to like disclose our whole roster, but I will tell you that I had uh, Kareem Hunt, who, by the way, mm-hmm. running back it, it from from the time he came back last year, second yeah. half of the season, he was running back 14. Mm-hmm. I got him as the 32nd running back off the board. That's great value right there. That is great value. You did a do the opposite draft, didn't you? <laughs> well, <laughs> I I had pick one. I had the first pick overall okay, because, so I was, because I was the champion. Or, uh, hold oh, on, oh, oh wait. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Oh, you got to turn the volume oh, right. up on the peacock. There he is. There's the peacock. <laughs> Thank you. Let's get right. because I wanted I could pick any slot. I picked I picked 101. Now normally I go and I gave a lot of thought to going Michael Thomas there mm-hmm. in in part just to prove that you could do it. It's so <laughs> contrarian. But and then I almost went Saquon Barkley again just to sort of say you can do it because I think Saquon Barkley is a better. I think he's the best running back in the league. Just okay. on talent, I think Saquon Barkley is the best running back. So I almost took him for that reason. But at the end of the day, I just went, you know what? The noodle-armed Teddy Bridgewater is such a good compliment. Dink and dunk. Dink and dunk to death. <laughs> so I ended up, I went, and I, I'm really, I try so hard not to just replay last year. Yep. So anyway, I took Christian McCaffrey. But you got but Hunt then later in the draft. But then I didn't take another running back there until Kareem Hunt so it's round, a modified round six. To the opposite. That's right. It was a modified to the opposite. Anyway. So, Kareem Hunt, what are your thoughts on, on buying low or selling high? Don't know if he's going to stay or not, but I believe that there's a good chance that he does he does end up sinks, and I'm not sure there'll be a, a big market for him. I really think he's a buy low because I think that they could run, mm-hmm. run him into the ground this year, and I think that they could let him go, and he could walk into a new situation a less yeah. next yeah. year. And at worst, he's staying in Cleveland. 
And at best, he's probably walking into an RB1 situation. Yeah. Or maybe there's, point. There, there's a lot of different teams that I'm going to go through in a minute. Yeah. There's some teams that are really interesting that might be looking for a running back next year, and Kareem Hunt could probably fit that bill nicely. Nobody loves Chris Carson. Uh, and I saw when I took Kareem Hunt in round six, uh, mm-hmm. I think I went, uh, no, actually, Carson I was it, Carson was uh, went a couple of picks before me. But yep. Chris Carson's lasting like the fifth round of drafts. I don't understand it. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a uh, he was roughly a top ten sure. uh, fantasy running back last year, and he's into his last year. They've got DJ Dallas and Rashad Penny. I don't. I'm just not seeing those guys. So um, Seattle has 63 million in cap space next year. That's, That's good. The seventh most in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, DJ Dallas, as you said, was a fourth round pick. He'll be on a rookie deal through 2023. And Rashad Penny, who was a first rounder in 2018, could end up getting a fifth year option. No way. Which could, no could chance they him, give him that fifth option. He's still got 2021. If they give him the fifth year option, he's got 2022. Right. So I don't think they will. Penny's there, though. Yes. And DJ Dallas is there. I think that they let Chris Carson, who had a hip injury late in the season, mm-hmm. and if he gets dinged up again this year, I think he just becomes one of those guys who kind of ends up at, on the Jets because <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. What, that's where all these running backs end up for a year. Like, it just ends up on the Jets for a year and, uh, you know, has some fantasy value. But, yeah, I, I, don't, think that, uh, I don't think it's a buy moment on Chris Carson. James Conner is in the last year of his deal. Mm-hmm. And that's another team that doesn't have an obvious workhorse to take his place. I mean, they struggled trying to fill that role last year when James mm-hmm. Conner was constantly hurt. So get this. They've been struggling to fill that role for years. In 2017, they picked James Conner in the third round. In 2018, they picked Jalen Samuels in the fifth round. Mm-hmm. In 2019, they picked Benny Snell in the fourth yeah, round. Didn't work out. In 2020, they picked Anthony, Anthony McFarland in the yeah. in the fourth round. So they have a lot of guys. Yeah, on they've roster. put some real draft equity against that position, but they haven't gotten production outside of. I mean, James, James Conner has been goodish. Well, when healthy, when he's healthy. been pretty good. Yeah. It's just he's rarely healthy, and now the I you can't look at, at what's happened with James Conner and feel like you dare give him more than 12 carries in a game. So what would you do if James Conner was on the trade block in uh, one of your leagues? No chance. No chance. No chance between the injuries and the fact that, again, the team can't give him more than a handful of carries a game. No way do I want to invest a roster spot, let alone give up equity for him. Uh, I think we'll. I'd rather this. go get Anthony McFarland. We don't know if Anthony yeah. McFarland's any good yet, yep. um, but I think he's at least okay, and he. I think he's got a better chance to turn into a workhorse than any of the other guys on roster. So, Pittsburgh might be one of those teams that are on the do not touch list this year, and and maybe for dynasty for a little while because we don't know if Ben Roethlisberger yeah, stays after it's this a, it's year. A real problem. Juju Smith Schuster's contract is kind of coming up here. Yep. We don't know who's going to be running the offense in that town uh, at any time soon. So there's going to be a lot of different names going out. It's going to be pretty weird. It is going to be weird. Let's talk about teams that need runners. Yeah. You've identified many teams, 15 15 teams that next year could be in the market for a new running back. Uh, Let's start off. uh, I I went through divisions. Uh, AFC East, I got Jordan Howard in Miami. Mm -hmm. Uh, He he could be a guy who's easily replaceable. Oh, for sure. Uh, New England. They're in the market now. Yeah. New England could move on from Sony and James White uh, yeah, very well, soon. Yeah, I agree. Uh, the Jets, if they move on from Le'Veon Bell and his Which contract. I, I'm almost certain they will at the end of this year. Yeah. 
Um, in the AFC North, uh, Cincinnati, if Joe Mixon ends up leaving yeah. after this year. We both think he's going to stay. I think he's going to stay, but uh, and that would fill one of the spots, right. obviously. And then Pittsburgh that we just talked mm-hmm. about a little bit. Um, AFC South, Jacksonville, if they move on from Leonard Fournette, and they've been all shopping accounts, him yeah, pretty All heavily. accounts they're going to, yes. Uh, Tennessee, if Derrick Henry's not the guy. So there's, there's another one. Uh, moving over to the NFC. How about the Washington professional football team if no one emerges from that crowded running back depth? Yeah, no kidding. And, you know, it's, you know, if Darius Geis does not put it all together here, Mm -hmm. they could cut, they could cut him. Adrian Peterson gone. Um, Yeah, there's, there's a real, they, they may be looking for, they may be looking for help in Washington. They have like I'm six guys on, on that depth chart right now at the yeah. running back position. Too. They, they do, but I, you know, when you look ahead, I don't think there's that many guys that fill the bill, though, as a workhorse style back. They've got Antonio Gibson, who's a sure. is a new Chris Thompson. Yeah, but I don't think they've got another they've got another workhorse. It could be one of those teams that's in the market for Dalvin or Aaron yeah. Jones if they yeah. hit the market. Correct. Uh, Green Bay, uh, if they move on from Aaron Jones, I think but they, they got have AJ their, Dillon I think and Jamal they have Williams their, 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 it no built way. in. Uh, the Vikings, yeah, if, if they, they like if Dalvin they go. if they don't uh, fully trust Alexander Madison or they want to have a second running back. Uh, Atlanta, Todd mm-hmm. Gurley in his yep. last year. New Orleans, Alvin Kamara. Uh, Tampa, if no one emerges. Yeah. I think that they would be a super interesting spot. Everybody thinks Keyshawn Vaughn. All the fantasy guys think Keyshawn Vaughn's a... a just a, money in the bank. Money in the bank. I'm not... <laughs> I just think it, the opportunity is mm-hmm. perfect, and that's so much of fantasy football, is the opportunity, and I love his opportunity. When I look at his talent, and I look at... When I look at Keyshawn Vaughn's... Uh, tape from his collegiate career. I'm like, ah, he's just a guy. I final, hope I'm wrong. Final two. Okay. Uh, Arizona, if they move on from Kenyon Drake, but I think they got two guys there mm-hmm. that they could split the workload with. And then finally, this was the one that I think is interesting. San Francisco. Raheem Mostert is sneaky old. Oh, he is. He was, well, as, as well documented during the Super Bowl, yeah. this is like his eighth team. Yeah. And Tevin Coleman is just a guy. He's, he's not good. He's, That's going to be, it's one of my big strong takes this year yeah. is, I'm banking on Mostert because I don't think Tevin Coleman's a factor. Um, um, Jeffrey Wilson's still there, but it, he's it, not a factor either. And it's Jarek McKinnon. Jarek McKinnon's play? never healthy, right? So he's not. He's out. Matt Breed is on a different team. So, so yeah, there, there's an opportunity there. And who wouldn't want a lead dog running back in a Kyle Shanahan offense? Just yeah. think if Kareem Hunt yeah. ends up oh. in San Francisco next year and you could Mouth buy watering. you could buy Kareem Hunt for pennies on the dollar right now yeah. maybe get a great season out of him in Cleveland mm-hmm. and maybe he could turn it into hey maybe he's in San Francisco next you year. know i think out of all the things we've talked about my biggest takeaway is i i love i love Kareem Hunt's talent and mm-hmm. i think you've gotten me pretty energized <laughs> to go go try to find a way to get Kareem Hunt right now <laughs> Uh, and then draft eligible players I'll mention in 2021. Uh, these are kind of the guys who have already been mocked in the top three rounds. Okay. So that's Travis Etienne from Clemson. Oh, he's going to go early. Yeah. He's really good. Shuba Hubbard, which is a fun name. It is. Uh, out of Oklahoma State. Najee Harris out of Alabama. Kennedy Brooks out of Oklahoma. And Kylan Hill out of Mississippi State. Those are kind of the top five guys mm-hmm. uh, that should be going high in the draft next year. And uh, we had 10 guys on the free agent market. 
we had five rookie eligible guys, yeah. and we have 15 open teams. That math works out <laughs> perfectly. <laughs> uh, great job on this as we break down all the contract runners, Matt. Next week, we are going to look at the pass catchers, that'll be wide receivers mm-hmm. and tight ends, uh, in their contract years. We do similar speculation for 2021 and beyond. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be back next week with more Fantasy Football Weekly. Fantasy Football Weekly is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.